Hey there, everyone, and welcome to Sunflower Days and Co. This is our podcast, The Bloom. Um, I want to talk about parents and our responsibility with our children. Okay, um, I made this post on Facebook uh, today, and um, I'm talking about the post where I said, you know, it's food for thought. As parents, we are responsible for our child's mental health until they are able to understand and advocate for themselves because I have been watching a lot of things a lot of videos about different mental health issues and watching other people what they go through with mental health and a lot of things stem from our childhood and we can't shelter our children forever and that is the hardest part I think as a parent is like you want them to experience life on their own you want them to deal with their issues you know as time goes on kind of like on their own so they can learn about themselves and grow but there are some parents out there who are inflicting the pain and there are some other people that they are relying to watch their kids and maybe those people are the ones that are inflicting pain upon our children and i'm watching a series about did disassociated identity disorder and between the ages of seven and nine are when a child's personality becomes singular up until that point they can have so many different like voices in their head and people are like oh well you know maybe they are connecting with the spirit world well that could be you know I don't doubt that at all but more times than likely is something to do within the brain itself and they could have split personalities going on in their brain and they could be just trying to figure out who they are and they won't really become one singular personality until they are between the ages of seven and nine and and if they go through that trauma you know before the time that they become a singular personality they could end up with disassociated identity disorder that's also known as multi-personality disorder. And you can have anywhere from two personalities to thousands of personalities where you just you go through them. And um, I highly recommend that you guys check out Disassociated on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and on YouTube. It's a really great series to watch. And she shows you about all the different aspects about her different personalities, about her personality integrations, um, basically where they two personalities merge together and they form a new one. And there's also, um, her name is Nin, formerly known as Chloe. And she that's the host name. And then they have other personalities will come forth and they will tell you exactly who comes to the front, who you're talking to. Um... However, there is, if you have Hulu, there's many sides of Jane, and it's a very good documentary. They actually show you her going in and having a a brain scan done, and the different parts of the brain that are triggered when she switches from herself as Jane to her part as Beth. And Beth is a little, she is 10. She's the one who had experienced more of the trauma, and they just wanted to kind of see, like, they're trying to prove that this is something that is real. And that was basically right there. That was, like, proof that 
this is real. This is, people are going through this. This is not something people are making up that they're faking, you know, that they are just, you know, that was proof right there for that one doctor that's on that show. And it's a really good series. It teaches you that DID does not prevent you from living a life with, you know, with many, many boundaries besides, you know, things that are outside of your realm of possibility would be like maybe having a career or going to school or being to maintain relationships. Those types of things are hard, but like being a mom, you know, being a parent, being there and DID does affect more women than it does men, but it can be treated. It can't really be cured. Um, I was going through some things that I had, I remembered as a kid and I do remember having, from the time I was like four, I have memories of a voice talking to me. And it was when I was inside the house in like our living room area. And then if I were to go like outside into the yard, I, it was like, I had like this, I didn't even have like, I don't even think imaginary friend, but like, I just remember that. And I remember I used to draw this lady with a scary face. So I don't really, you know, I couldn't distinguish at the time, you know, what that was. I thought, okay, maybe the house we lived in was haunted. Maybe it was built on something. You know, I always associated stuff like that with, like, if I hear something like that or if I hear footsteps or stuff like that. It's always, to me, paranormal, but in a lot of times, you know, people say, oh, that's in your head. And I'm like, um, well, maybe it was, you know, maybe, you know, you have to go back and forth. You have to really go back and reevaluate that situation. Um... My mental health is all over the place, and I've learned a lot about different types of things between borderline um, personality disorder, uh, you have DID, dissociated identity disorder, then you have complex DID and OSSNOB or something, something similar to that realm. I was reading, I've been reading and reading and just absorbing all the material and things, and I just wanted to let people know you're not alone. If you feel like there's something going on in your head, please go talk to somebody. You know, people who are in psychiatry or they're in um, psychology or anything like that, they are going to believe you when you say something doesn't feel right in your head and they're going to help you work through that problem. There's therapy. There's all kinds of things that can help make it easier for you. Um... I've always been an advocate for mental health. I never really believed in going to therapy until I actually went myself. So don't be discouraged. Um, I had a very bad, like, almost like manic episode where, like, my best friend committed suicide and it had been, you know, ongoing six months of this roller coaster where I was like, either super hyper-focused or I was really just, I would crash for the day and I wouldn't be able to function or focus. And I wasn't there for my family. I'm I'm not there for my friends when this happens. I still get it sometimes. But I went to the doctor after six months of dealing with this and talked to somebody. And a lot of times they will give you printed out materials that you can use in your everyday life. And I feel like those tools are so important. 
they're so important to have something physical, malleable that you can touch, that you can go through and you can write out your own notes and you can kind of learn from because I feel like if we have things in writing, for people with DID, that's very important is having something in writing because if you switch and you have amnesia, some people don't have amnesia and some people have severe amnesia. It just depends on who you are. You know, watch these series. They're, they're so good. They're, you know, the YouTube channel, she's great. And she just reached 300,000 uh, subscribers. And that's amazing. And she's on Instagram and Facebook. And I follow her everywhere just so I can stay up to date and follow her life. Um, I highly recommend you guys really sit down and, like, if you notice certain things about yourself, write them down. Like, that's something even disassociated um nin that's what she talks about and if you if you write it down and it's physically in front of you you know then it's it's you know it's real you know something that happened if like you just you you dwell on it for so long you start to think did i dream that this happened i did that for years I, I did that for years with a lot of things that have happened to me in my life i'm like was that a dream was that my fault you know those are all things you go through with your mental health as you battle whether or not something is real or not. And you think, okay, well, I'm just imagining things. I'm okay. You know, these flashbacks, they're, they're okay. You know, they're just, you know, me thinking, you know, X, Y, and Z. But for me, it was, I was having flashes of things that could happen. And I was like, holy crud, like, really, I get really bad deja vu sometimes too. But, um... I would have flashes of really horrible things that could happen. And um, especially after my friend committed suicide and she was my one of my best friends and the only person I had um, away from my family that is in, in Florida. She's the only person I had here in Mississippi. So I'm like hundreds of miles away from home. And I, I was like basically I just like I snapped. It was like I just couldn't. I couldn't deal with a lot of things, and my brain started thinking about, you know, well, you know, what would happen, you know, if I just drove off this bridge right now, and it was, like, not like I wanted to, you know, commit suicide, it was just like, oh, what would happen, like, I'd have a flash, and, like, it would be like it was a movie going on, like, you you drive off the bridge, and you imagine landing in the water, and, and all the details, and not even thinking about how it would affect, you know, yourself, but just the fact of, like, what if this happened is so strange, and mental health is a very scary thing sometimes for a lot of people to talk about and to get into, and I respect that, I respect that so much if you can tell somebody I'm not comfortable talking about this right now, because that shows that you're acknowledging something did happen, you're just not ready yet, you know, and... <sighs> you'll get there. You know, it don't don't take your don't don't take your life. Don't I'm not telling you not to have the thoughts because you you honestly I don't think most people can really control that part of their brain where they can control their thoughts. I do think we can suppress a lot of things. Whatever we want to suppress, we can suppress. And that is the part with me where I'm like, "Well, am I suppressing am I suppressing the different things that I feel like are going on in my brain. Do I really understand what's going on with my brain? And I tell you what, 
it is so worth the sit down and to talk on this podcast for me. And it's a harder thing for me to make videos because I can't look at the camera for too long because I start to disassociate myself with what I'm talking about and I get lost in my train of thought. And then I can't complete a video and I end up turning the videos off and I, what is this? This was, oh, this is what I was looking for. Um, that was my ADD. I, I disassociate from the topic and from my audience way too quickly and the video gets deleted and never posted. So with that being said, I'm going to stop here before I start doing that again and getting off topic and getting ADD. I'm going to get dressed and I'm going to go clean my kitchen, but please, please check out the many sides of Jane on Hulu and, um, disassociated on YouTube and all other platforms. And then there's also Team Pinata. Team Pinata and disassociated are, um, they're a couple. They're in, they're an engaged, um, they're in an engaged system. That's what they they call themselves. They they are in a relationship. They are engaged. They are working things out to get you know married and stuff like that eventually. And it's very much worth it to watch their relationship and just to see how beautiful they are as individuals as they are together. With that being said, I hope everyone's having a wonderful day. I'm going to hop off here and I will be back soon to talk to you guys about more things on the bloom. Have a great day.